Come on, Shay friends. Welcome to Old Men on the Mountain. This is episode 12. We're the podcast where young people tell stories that they may hopefully someday, perhaps, tell their kids. I'm Jim Hall. And I am Craig Massey. And with us today is a guest we've been anticipating for a long time, Mr. Mike Price. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's been quite an ordeal. (laughs) Yes, it really is. I am a busy man. It's like a game of phone tag plus Parcheesi. Yeah, with a little mm-hmm. bit of vomiting. A little mm-hmm. bit of, yeah. It, it, we're delayed. I, I know we, we this podcast might go up a little later than usual, but that's okay because last week's was too. So, mm-hmm. As we always like to say, there's no set rules, but we do like to get them out on Tuesdays. It won't be on Tuesday. Yeah, probably not be Tuesday again. That's okay. I, I, I forgive me. It's really mostly my fault. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't affect getting sick, though. You know, you can't. It's true. And it wasn't your fault we were late last week. Yeah, it was not. So fuck off. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. You went straight for it. No, if you're going to swear at us, specifically, <laughs> just own it. Don't even apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is a little early. I, just, you know, <laughs> I thought I'd break the ice right now, so we're ready. Just so you guys know, especially you kids out there, this program does acknowledge the existence of sex. Yes. <laughs> It does get explicit sometimes. And they're swearing. You know, when I was a little kid, I used to think that what sex was was just, like, hugging and kissing. That that's what it meant. Because when I was, like, I mean, like, like three years old, I was like, well, that's sex, right? <laughs> Didn't know what else to think. I, I learned way too early. I knew exactly what sex was when I was, like, four and a half. Really? Yeah, I kind of knew around that. I had an older brother, and no. they just told us the whole spiel right from that. Right. Also, I had had sex with this girl when I was four. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't dad. think I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then, um, actually, really quick before we start, I sure. want to address something really quickly. Yes. Uh, some false accusations about <laughs> lying in this podcast oh. uh, in the past. Um, let's talk about a little... Uh, a book and film series goes by the name of Twilight. Oh yes, oh yeah. yeah. I heard you're a big fan of Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that might be uh, an exaggeration of the truth. Oh, whoa! whoa. <laughs> well, hey, look, Mike, there's nothing wrong with liking something. No, I. You know what? I I don't like Twilight. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a, uh, I have seen the first movie, and I plan on seeing the other two. Just because I live tweeted the first movie, and I enjoyed that, and now I'm going to do it with the other two. But I did it to make fun of it mostly. So okay, I'm going to make that clear. I do love Harry Potter. Mm, I like but, Harry Potter, but too. not so much as Twilight. I can understand that. But so, so you like so you so okay, you don't like it, like it, but <laughs> you like to hate it. Like I hate yes, it. no, I can like haters going to hate. On I don't Twilight. want it to not exist. I mm-hmm. think I, I think the world is a better place for Twilight existence i just don't you know i don't consider it something i find fulfilling you know as, as entertainment <laughs> well can I, you can you say I, what's bad about it oh i'm sorry i was just gonna uh in case people hadn't heard a previous episode where we brazenly accused Mike <laughs> of uh liking twilight in a in an ad-libbed exchange i believe you said that i asked jim to stand in line with him at the arc light <laughs> You'll see a midnight show on yes, Thursday night. that's okay. right. I would not do that. And that's I will be proud to say that I'm pretty sure Lauren believed us up until we told her at the <laughs> end that we were making it up. You know, actually, my uh, live-tweeting fake enjoyment of Twilight led to a very short-lived and not actually true Twitter beef with Aziz Ansari. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, I Twitter beef. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. with, I live-tweeted the first Twilight movie, and then, like, two weeks later, Aziz, who I follow on Twitter, started live-tweeting the first Twilight movie, because he hadn't seen it yet. 
And, Son of a bitch. And, and obviously, I was like, I'm clearly not the only person who's ever live tweeted Twilight as a joke. But then I was like, making like fake jokes, like, well, let's see how many of my jokes he rips off, blah, 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 and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was like one joke that I really liked about like guys driving a Volvo at one point, and he like rescues Bella, I think the main character's name is. And I think I was like, I think this is the only time a gang rape has ever been prevented by a Volvo driver. <laughs> and so, and so eventually, like Aziz gets to that part of the movie and he does a joke about it that's like roughly similar, but not as well worded. And mm-hmm. I was like, now he's ripping me off straight up. Like I'm getting no credit. My friend Harris is a writer on Parks and Recreation. And he sent me a direct message on Twitter, like, five minutes after that, just like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? (laughs) And I freaked out, because I thought that meant that, like, Aziz had seen all my tweets, and now he hated me, even though he didn't know me, and I'm going to be blackballed from the world of comedy. It was nothing. It turned out it was nothing. But for, like, ten minutes, I was living in abject fear that I would never succeed in any of my chosen profession. I'm starting to think you really are a hater. (laughs) Hating Aziz, Randy. I love, I love Aziz. We're calling I, you out, Aziz. I, no, we're <laughs> not Aziz. We are not. Mike, why are you calling Mike? Aziz? I'm sorry, wow. Aziz. I, you are one of my favorite stand-up comedians in the world. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm glad we cleared the air of that because I would hate to have our listeners think something this true that's not in stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well said, Jim. Guys don't make friends. No. Well, let's wait not another day and then take a break and then we come back. We yeah, man, yeah, some, keep on going, Jim. Keep on making that sound. And then, which case we may then proceed henceforth. I think what Jim's trying to say is we're going to take a break and we'll talk to you guys in a second. How dare you? Ow. Thanks, Mike. No problem. Stories, Mike Price. Go. <laughs> Without further ado, go. Whoa, okay. Uh, you can. I mean, that's really how you guys roll, huh? Yeah, you just kind of just fart right into it. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna tell a story that took place. Well, I want to say three summers ago. Um, this is gonna sound like something that should have happened when I was younger than that. Hmm. Um, but. I wasn't. I was like 23 years old. Um, so, there's a little background. I grew up in Wisconsin. Um, a very lovely place. It's very cold in the winter, obviously. I can imagine. Wow, yeah. yeah. But in the summertime, it is beautiful. And there are resorts everywhere. And I grew up in a particular area called the Lake Country. So, just every, you know, swimming, boats, water skiing, tubing, that Sounds sort very of thing. New hampshire Come on down yeah. to Lake Country. Yeah, That's we didn't have access. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, lakes boating. Everyone sounds like they're from Maine in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Strawberries are coming in fresh this summer. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was back in Wisconsin three summers ago for my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. Congrats to them. Yeah. No, I mean, they're still going strong. Uh, nice. They're great, great people. They're actually pretty young. Um, my grandma got knocked up in college. Ooh. A shotgun wedding kind of thing. But they're, but they're still together. Oh, yeah, they're still together. They're great. They're fantastic. Awesome. I'm assuming they're never going to listen to the podcast, because that would be weird of me. To <laughs> yeah, man. About them. But they don't know how machinery works, so... <laughs> I have sex with a four-year-old, so... <laughs> when I was as four. a four-year-old. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Context. Okay. Um, 
So I ended up flying back from LA uh, to a place called Kohler, which is where they are from. And it was this whole like three, four day thing. There was like a golf outing with my dad and all my uncles and my grandpa. And then there were like a bunch of dinners and then the big event. It was basically for just like a wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everything you would do for a wedding, but it was like family reunion yeah. slash, you know. Awesome. Wedding anniversary, and then the big celebration was at the the country club where my grandfather is a member. They're not loaded or anything, so no, don't. no, they just dislike you know minorities. No, they, <laughs> just some, <laughs> just some. Yeah. It's very um, specific. One. Yeah, they, they, they dislike a minority of minorities. Right, precisely. Um, and so we we're at this. Uh, it's called Pine Hills. Um, so this big country club called Pine Hills, and there is a, a like a. 10-piece big band is my grandfather's favorite kind of music. That's and cool. Dinner and dancing and all that stuff and an open bar. Um, and so I was flying solo. I had a girlfriend at the time, so I wasn't like... Well, plus, it's like family reunion, so... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to ask, like, how many times removed yeah, that's, you are from that's a risk factor. Before, yeah. It's not it's really worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after a couple drinks, it starts to feel like it might be worth <laughs> right, it. But... Right. Like, like I was in a I was in a very happy relationship at the time. Yeah, very um, nice. So I just took it as an opportunity to get loaded and just really like I had a good time and I was talking to family and everybody and a couple of my uncles were sort of on the same page as me. They were just like, Yeah, this is an excellent opportunity to let me repeat to get loaded. Let's just time went <laughs> on, right? Yeah, that's price right. style. Let's, let's just jump headfirst into the bag, you know. Um, <laughs> so just sort of hanging out at the open bar the whole time. I'm there for maybe three, three and a half hours. And then things finally start to wrap up. And uh, so I get in the big uh, van with my dad and like my sister and her boyfriend and two of my uncles. And we're going to go to this, this bar just down the street from Pine Hill. It's called Bushwood, which has been around forever. And it's named after the country club in Caddyshack because it's the oh. bar right next to the country club. Oh. So they called it Bushwood. They've got, like, Caddyshack memorabilia up in there and stuff like that. Real they, classy joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's a golfer's bar. It's not like a dive, you know. It's a bar mm-hmm. for golfers. Mm-hmm. That's golfer's bar. Um, that's the name yeah, of yeah. the next novel. Golfer's bar? Yeah. What's it about? The bar for golfers, hence golfer's bar? <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah. actually, a, it's a, uh, like, an inlet in Florida where this, these murders happen. It's uh, based on a true story. Oh. Or I just could be totally bullshitting you. Who knows? Anyway. Google that. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. So we're, so we're in a golfer's bar. Um, before, we're going to go back to my uncle's place. My uncle lives in this place called Elkhart Lake, which is like 15 miles away. He doesn't actually live there. He's got like a summer house there. He is loaded. My grandparents okay. not super loaded. My uncle, loaded. Just totally to the gills. Just He has a, like a Scrooge McDuck pool. So More money yeah, than he's got like Carlos Mencia money. You know yeah. I mean? He's got George Lopez money. Yeah. Oh, shoot, that much? Yeah. Um, so we get drunker and drunker, and I'm drinking with my uncles. And my uncle, John, pulls me aside, and he's like, so you're staying up in Elkhart at Tom's place tonight. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, dude, you got to go to Seabkins. I'm like, what's what? Seabkins? And he's like, it's the bar you go to in Elkhart Lake. And I was like, well, I wasn't really planning on going out. I was just going to go to bed. And he's like, come on, man. You're, you're flying solo this weekend. You don't have your girlfriend around. you got to get out there and just have a good time, you know? <laughs> the cat's yeah. away. The he's mouse like, shall play. He's like, it's race weekend. you got to go to sleep. And I'm like, what is race weekend? And he's like, what? You don't know what race weekend is? Whoa. And I'm like, 
No, I don't. I have no idea what a race weekend is. It's a celebration of the, of the white race weekend. <laughs> yes, my grandparents, <laughs> my grandparents are chairman on the... Yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, it turns out race weekend, another thing about Elkhart Lake that I had really no idea about is there's an indie track there. It's called Road America. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like part of the Indy 500 circuit. And there was a race that weekend, like Danica Patrick was in it, so everybody's freaking out, and it's like this huge ordeal. Elkhart Lake has a population of like 6,000 people, and apparently on race weekend, like 20,000 people come to Elkhart Lake for race weekend. And so he's like, you have to go. Like, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be insane. You go to Seepkins, it's great. Just chicks everywhere. It'll be awesome. I'm like, all right. All right. Good about that. Actually, is that no one at the bar knew your name? It's a flip. Oh, except for your uncle, I guess. Of Cheers? Yeah. yeah. Presumably. Hey, 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 you win some, you lose some. Some jokes just fall flat. (laughs) Uh, That was part of it. I I don't know how well I went along with that. You didn't yes and. (laughs) You didn't yes and my stupid joke. Well, yes, but your name. (laughs) Yes, but that joke is awful. Yes, and I don't understand you. <laughs> that, that's what I learned from my five my five years of UCB training. Yes, but uh, my apologies. Uh, so we get the we take the ride back, and um, I don't really know Elkhart like that well. I've been there like three times to visit my uncle's place, but it's a lake, you know. Uh, he lives on the lake, uh, and Seedkins is on the lake. Oh, okay. but it's on a different part of the lake entirely. It's like I think if you're going to go around the lake, it's probably like three miles. Oh, wow. Okay. But you can see Seedkins across the lake from my uncle's dock. Tiki Torches? Uh, No, but there's a tiki bar next door. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's... Seedkins is the race bar. Could you ride a boat over to Seedkins? Do they have a little dock over there? Yes, yeah, they have slips for uh, for if you want to get your party boat in there. That would be amazing. Yeah, Jim's called a slip. Oh, sorry. Yeah, god damn it, Jim. The two of you. All right. So, uh, (laughs) it's getting all confrontational. I know, yeah. Uh, I'm having a friend. I don't. Remember, I don't understand it's, what you're thinking. It's all this water, man. It's just going <laughs> to my head. Um, so uh, I basically I'm already hammered, and I'm going to go to Seepkins. Everybody else is going home, so I talk to my dad. I'm like, you know, you get to drop me off at Seepkins. He's like, you can go to Seepkins, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he, you know, your dad. Oh, knows. oh, everybody knows <laughs> what's up. Everybody but me is like, okay. He's like, Mike's going to Seepkins. <laughs> You know, I didn't say something funny after that, you know. That, that place is crazy. Why? I'm surprised he's going there, especially in his state of mind right now. Like that? Yeah. Ah, uh, to be 23 again. Maybe some, uh, somebody's daughter somewhere needs to be locked up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we shall have to wait and see. Maybe. Who knows? No. I, okay, so. <laughs> okay, so that didn't so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. I, I get dropped off at Seepkins. Um, and they're like, so you know how to get back? And I'm like, yeah, you just I'm going to walk around the lake and they're like well yeah okay that's pretty much it <laughs> we'll see you later um so i get dropped off at seepkins now keep in mind i'm living in la at this point i've been in la for about three years um so unless you're really looking for a bargain i mean what do you got i mean i assume you get used to paying you're gonna assume you're gonna pay between four and six dollars for a draft of shitty beer yeah mm-hmm. if you want a mixed yeah. drink you're looking at seven eight dollars depending yeah. on where you are um I walk into Seepkins and I ask for a Miller Lite, and they want me to give them a dollar and fifty cents. Ooh! And I just sort of 
you know, I, I like literally I, I grab it out of my wallet and hand it to them and look around like someone's made a mistake. I'm just going to get this beer and yeah. get away from the <laughs> bar as soon as possible. I just got this this reasonably priced yeah. Miller Lite. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm by myself at Seepkins and it is it is as advertised. It is packed to the gills with people. Uh, there are probably 300 people at this bar. Wow. Mm. And they're just spilling out all the doors. They're on the docks, on the slips if you will, uh, you know, around the front and the back and everything. And people are like puking in the bushes and like people are making out in other bushes. And it's just like, it's everything I ever dreamed of. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, but I don't know anybody. And I'm like, well, I got to start talking to some people. So I try to spark a a couple conversations. It's going okay. I meet a group of people. Basically I, I, I spotted the group. Now, again, I'm, you know, I'm very committed to my girlfriend. I have no plans of cheating on her. But at the same time, like, I, there's a lizard part of my brain that that, that approaches this in a certain way. So yeah. I, I find the group of people that has the best guy-to-girl ratio. But then I go straight to the guys and start talking to the guys, because that's what you're supposed to do. You yeah. Know? You get in good with the guys, and then they're not going to give you shit when you start talking to the girls. And right. those race car drivers are fucking hot. Right? <laughs> Just like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> um, so... I get in with this group and we're, we're talking and things are going good. I'm even making jokes and stuff because I'm like a comedian and, you know, people are laughing. It's fun. And they're all excited about L.A. They want to know about the movie stars and plastic surgery, blah, 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 blah. So I've had the same conversation a hundred times with people in bars in Wisconsin. Yeah, we all have. Oh, yeah. In yeah. New Hampshire, too. It's yeah. like, oh, you live in L.A., really? Right. It's like, like this weirdly impressive fact. Yeah. I'm, I'm eventually going to laminate a speech and then just start handing it out. <laughs> But yep, weather's nice. Yep. Some dude gets up on the intercom and he's like, "All right, from eleven to midnight, like we got a drink special, and it's like, it, it's a drink special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a strip club. I don't know, but this guy's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a drink special you're never gonna yeah. forget. Eleven to twelve, up the front eat. bar. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> so it's uh, it's dollar Jaeger bomb. Whoa! Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, and in case anybody at home doesn't know what a Jaeger bomb is, that's uh, a shot of Jägermeister either dropped into a half glass of Red Bull, or yes. you just pour the Red Bull into the glass and pour the Jaeger into the glass. And, you know, depends on how much. Either way, it's yeah. delicious. <laughs> it's surprisingly delicious, though. It's all right. I hate Jägermeister. No, I, I drink a lot, uh, or I have drank a lot of energy drinks, so, mm. uh, so I'm not one to judge at all. And I've had, mm. had a number of Jaeger bombs, and they are fun. It's, okay. a nice, it's a nice way to start off the night. Right. I'm maybe not in the middle of licorice. Who knows? Maybe maybe if you've been drinking at your grandparents' wedding anniversary for the last six hours. Yeah, it's probably not the best the best option. But you say dollar Jaeger bombs to me. Yeah. And I'm trying and you to say how high. <laughs> <laughs> uh I believe that was Red Man and Method Man. <laughs> oh, oh that's um, true. So I'm with like nine people. And, and the thought just occurs to me, I, for the first time maybe in my life ever, I could just buy a round of drinks from yeah, everybody. Gives a shit. Yeah. It's like $9. <laughs> so I'm like, be that guy? Yeah. So I go up to the bar and I'm just like, mm, counting and just to be on the safe side, I'm like, all right, give me 12 Jaeger bombs. <laughs> and I'm expecting them to look at me like I'm crazy. And they're like, you know, 12 Jaeger bombs. Yeah, here you go. go. Wow, this is a whole new world. Here you are, Mike. This is amazing. How did you know my name? Yeah. Um, so. Jaeger bombs are drunk, you know, the, the music's, you know, blasting, everybody's having a good time, party, 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 whatever. You know, it's 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 sort of ridiculous to try to explain, like, how cool your experience at the bar was, because 
It's just loud and you're wasted. Just assume that I yeah. had a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good time at right. the bar. I mean, right. that's fairly exactly. universal. I could get into the intricate details of all the awesome conversations that were had by drunk people. But anyways, so things start to... Uh, the other thing, don't really don't wind down. It just gets late. And it gets yeah. to the point where it's like it's like 2.15 and the bars close at 2.30 mm-hmm. in Wisconsin on Friday and Saturday nights. So. And then Michael Moore showed up and started yelling at everyone with cameras. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Did that don't happen? I'm sorry. No, it's another random thing. I'm sorry. I'm a little sick, so I, I do have to apologize. <laughs> well, Kurt, I will I acknowledge. Are you confusing Michigan with Wisconsin, perhaps? What no, I was just thinking that Michael Moore kind of ruins good oh, times. Okay. Right. Ruins good, good times. times. Yeah. I find... Also, a good, good call with the Michigan thing. Roger and me. Thank you, Jimmy. You're at least giving me that much credit. No. I'm giving you credit. I find <laughs> the most consistent ruiner of a good drinking time is when somebody puts on Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. Oh, I don't... Yeah, I like that song. Oh, I, I'm not saying it's a bad song, but does that song make you think, hey, this party's got two more hours in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, like the lights are coming on in yeah, two minutes. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, let's all stop for a minute and get sad about, yeah. you know, the girls we've loved and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, so I, you know, it, things are starting to, sh- to shut down and I get a little bit, you know, Tuesday's gone-ish and uh, I decide oh, no. to call my girlfriend who's back in California so it's still 12.30 there on a Saturday night, so I'm assuming she's awake. So I call her, and I get no answer. And then I call her back in 15 minutes, still no answer. So I'm all like, all right, whatever, it's cool. Like, you know, I'm not, like, super clingy or emotional or anything like that. But Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was partying with a bunch of race weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was barely even thinking about it. <laughs> um, so finally bars shut down, and... All of my new friends are slowly disappearing, and then the last ones leave. And, you know, I kind of, I realize that it is time to go home. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's that. It's all right. You know, it's not the end of the world. So I start, I basically walk down to the beach, because I'm like, okay, well, it seems to me, theoretically, in my head, that the absolute easiest way for me to get back to my uncle's place without getting lost is to just walk Along the shore, as long as it's reasonable, like, you know, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. walk through, like, thicket and stuff, but if I have to go up and around something, no. I will, but otherwise, I'm just going to hug the shore until I get there. Yeah, miles to go before you can sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that one, Robert Frost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bam! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yep, it's all ref. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now I killed that joke by just being <laughs> so excited about recognizing the reference. <laughs> no, I think I think that went great. Okay, great. I, I overanalyze. I'm sorry. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, start walking. Uh, and I should point out, in case you haven't inferred this already, I'm just shit-faced. Now. Yeah, I try to figure. I think you yeah. were wasted when you got there. I was wasted they... when I got there, and then they had dollar Jaeger bombs. Yeah. And that was not the only round of drinks I bought. Oh. Yeah, so. Oh, oh God. So, I am, you know, like, we're talking, like, serious, stumbly-wumbly kind of, like, I am the guy who... They give the straight line test for me. Yeah. There's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. I line. You're the guy. I don't even need. I keep line both test. of my feet pointed inwards because I just assume I'm going to stumble one way or the other <laughs> as I'm going forwards. Um, and so I'm I'm doing this in sand. Uh, yeah. as I'm mind you, yeah, that's yeah. um, murder on your calves, right? And keep in mind, these aren't sand beaches in Elkhart, Wisconsin. I mean, they're they, they're like it's for the resorts out front. They have sand just in case they have oh. some sort of strange geographical anomaly. It's, it's dirt. It's it's a lake. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. But anyway, I was assuming it was just sand because I'm a moron. So thank you. So I'm walking. 
I'm walking <laughs> along the side of the lake, and, uh, you know, it's going all right, and then there's a big sort of hedge wall coming up that extends all the way down to the water. And so this is the, I, I, and I'm prepared for this. This I'm is like, starting to sound like the invasion of Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> so I dive into a foxhole and I crawl on all fours around the hedge wall. So I'm back out on the street now. And this place, like I said, 5,000 people, 20,000 tonight, this particular night. So every single piece of unclaimed real estate has a car like it's like you know if you go to a concert and a field is just filled with cars it looks like that happened to this town wow it's just cars 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 everywhere yeah. like that time you went to see the Jonas Brothers yes <laughs> yes come on it was awesome Orange County 2008 it was awesome <laughs> yeah. was oh, that was not even <laughs> top three on that tour <laughs> um so this is the part of the story where I start to feel a little guilty and I just want to preface this by saying I used to be a little bit of a wilder person than I am now. and Occasionally I would do things that that I now regret and would never dream of doing. But just want to throw that out there. Okay. We can all all, uh, say that. But anyways, uh, I really, really, really want a cigarette. Because I'm a smoker. And I don't have any more. I've smoked all my cigarettes. That's the worst. And the four-mile walk ahead. Yeah, and I'm just like, holy hell, this is going to be a nightmare. And this is not a town that has 7-Elevens and gas stations that are open. There's probably one gas station somewhere, and it's probably a mile and a half out of the way. And so I'm walking, I'm walking, stumbling, 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 supporting myself on these cars that are lining both sides of the street. And I do one of those things where I sort of lose my balance and sort of slump onto one of the cars. And as I'm looking in the car, there's cigarettes on the (laughs) dashboard inside the car. And I'm like, oh, oh, man. I can really go for those cigarettes. So let's let's yeah. see how we did. And so, so I mean, I, I tried the door handle. <laughs> Car was locked. All right. And then I sat there and I was like, well, I don't know how to jimmy a door lock. I'm not going to break this guy's window. I just kept so, walking. Of course not. Hold yeah. up. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, a car th- I'm, like, I'm not a car thief. I'm not that big of an asshole. I just want cigarettes. I'm drunk. I yeah. really want cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I, I can but, attest to that addiction. It's tough. But this this uh, little happening puts an idea in my head, which is, well, there's uh, 5,000 cars out here. I mean, one, of, one of these has got to be unlocked no. and have some cigarettes. I'm going to race me. Yeah. I mean, you're going to yeah. get some Winston. So basically, still. I'm stumbling down the street trying every door handle of oh every car. I set off like four car alarms. <laughs> every time I set off a car alarm, I jog down the street. <laughs> I'm sure you were going like one mile an hour yeah. or two. And if yeah. someone saw you, would be like, must not be that guy. <laughs> I saw the guy who tried it. I'm going to get him. Don't worry. I'll track him down. Uh, so just steer clear, honey. Yeah. So just door after door after door after door, and this goes on for like half an hour. And then, like, and every once in a while, I'll come across a car with the door open, and then I'll open the car. <laughs> I'll look inside really quick. I didn't go through glove boxes or anything. I was just literally like, "Are there cigarettes on the seats or on the dashboard?" No. Door closed. Walk away. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm like, if these people knew what I was doing, they'd be like, "He's drunk. It's fine." Uh, <laughs> that's what you told yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so finally, I get to a car that I see has cigarettes in it. And I'm like, please, 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 please be open. And I open it up. And the door opens up. And I'm Whoa. just like, thank God. 
and I reach inside, and it's like Virginia Slims. Yeah. But there's like half a pack, and I'm just like, this is so fantastic. And I'm going to close the car door, but then I see something sitting on the passenger seat. And it looks, like, oddly familiar. Do you ever see something and you're like, I should know what that is, but I can't remember because it's something, like, really... Like it and was you just, were drunk. Yeah. And, it's like, probably if I was sober, I would have immediately identified it. Yeah, as a cougar. Uh, <laughs> once the swatting started. Um, so I, t- I pick it up and I take a closer look at it. It's like a case. It looks basically like a tape case. Like, imagine, you know, pretend it's 1987... Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to a CD case in your car. It's yeah. like, it's yeah, a yeah. square yeah. fabric outer thing. And it looks like a tape case. And I look at the name on it. And the reason I thought I recognized it, I looked at the name and it said Ultra Pro. I was like, what the fuck is Ultra Pro? Whoa, yeah. like, I know, I know. It's such a big name. I'm like, I know I know what Ultra Pro is. But I can't, for the life of me, remember. And I'm like, all right, I'm sorry, person whose privacy and is safety I'm completely <laughs> violating. But I yeah. have to open this thing up to see what it is. So I open it up, and as soon as I crack it open, I immediately remember why I know what Ultra Pro is. I just have this insane flashback to being in seventh grade and being an enormous nerd, because there are 2,000 magic cards in this case. Oh, Magic the Gathering. Okay. The collectible card game that nerd people played, Mm -hmm. and apparently still do. Um, And I I should be careful when I say nerd people. Some of my very good friends... Still play magic, and they're nerds, but they're fantastic yeah. people. Oh yeah, um, it shouldn't. I think you know, we're yeah. beyond the, the nerdist, right? No. They'd be a they'd be a dweeb, yeah, <laughs> right. on the negative yeah. sense. But I haven't touched magic cards in years, and it's just like all these wonderful memories start flooding back, and I'm hammered, yeah. And it's You're just flooding like, with me, yeah. So I'm just gonna. I mean, I we still have a ways to go, miles to go before we sleep, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, so, <coughs> long story short, not gonna make excuses for myself, I snagged, the, I, I took the magic cards. Oh. I was just like, I was like, I need Why? these, they're gonna make me feel like a kid again, <laughs> it's gonna be great. I saying the guy, like, filing the police report, like, what happened? What are you missing? A bunch of magic cards in a pack of Virginia Slims. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Virginia yeah. Slims, sir? <laughs> yes, must sir. Know that that guy would never report <laughs> yeah, They're my girlfriends! <laughs> you have a girlfriend <laughs> and magic <laughs> cards? <Yeah. laughs> um, so... I'm now, I'm hustling away from this car with a stolen case of magic cards and a stolen pack of Virginia Slims, like, smoking like a fiend. And the guilt's already setting in. I'm just like, you're an asshole. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, And so I finally get back around to um, where I can see the shore again because there's this giant, like, resort club that's got this long, long walk down uh, this crazy path, and then I can, but I can see the lake, and I'm like, fucking, I'm going back down there, I'm gonna get back to the lake, I get back down to the lake, and I look across the lake, because my uncle's dock has this green light at the end of the, of the dock itself. Don't you mean your uncle's slip? Yes. <laughs> my uncle's slip. His negligee, if you will. <laughs> um, and I realize at this point that I have gone maybe one-tenth of the distance necessary. (laughs) And I look at my phone, and it's like 3.45 in the morning. Like, I left the bar an hour and 15 minutes ago, and I am not even... I'm not even one-third of the way there. And I just, like, I sort of... I sit down on this this resort beach for a second, and I'm just like, fuck, what am I gonna do? Like, this is gonna... I'm not gonna get home until, like, after dawn. Everybody's gonna be like, what are you doing all night? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I start, I'm just like, can I call a cab? Like, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? 
And it's like, she's like sort of pacing around. And then I see at the end of the beach that I'm standing on, there's a bunch of uh, paddle boats. <laughs> like individual paddle boats. Uh, and I'm like... And it was just like giant drunken light bulb, <laughs> like sort of only half light, sort of like fizzling over Jesus my head. I'm like paddle Christ. boat. Paddle boat is the answer. Well, you already crossed yeah. the threshold yeah. of thievery. Yeah, the thievery. And plus, and at this point, I stole from a person who has interests that I share. <laughs> so it's like it's way less bad to steal from a big corporation. One of their paddle boats. Yeah, yeah. So I run over and it's I'm a like, faceless car. and I'm like, yeah, paddle boat yes. tech. So I grab one of the paddle boats and I start pulling it, and then. It stops moving. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm just jerking it as hard as I can. Takes me, I'm dead serious, maybe three minutes to figure out that it's chained to the ground. They're all chained no, to the ground. Right, right. Like, oh no, the paddle boat idea has been foiled. And then I'm like, it's fuck, there's got to be something else around. There's, the there's canoes. There's canoes sitting over next to just this little shack. So I run over the canoes. The canoes are all chained to the ground. And then... Past the canoes, there's kayaks, and I'm like, well, obviously the kayaks are chained to the ground. Mm-hmm. I go over to the kayaks, I have to try anyways, and they're all chained to the ground. But then I look back in, like, a little bit of brush behind the kayaks, and there's one, like, lonely, Jetpack? shitty, beat-up kayak. Oh, okay. okay. Like, clearly that has been taken out of, like, rotation, because oh, no. it shouldn't be used. <laughs> but I run over to it, and it's... It is not tethered to anything, and then I, and it's got like a paddle, like a two-sided kayak paddle in it. I'm like, all right, this is the answer to my prayers. This is how we're getting home. I wish I could just see the video of this, like <laughs> with the moonlight shining down, and drunk Mike <laughs> <laughs> running around the beach. <laughs> so I run over, and I you have to keep in mind also I'm wearing like a suit. I'm wearing the nicest clothes I have. This is my grandparents' wedding anniversary. <laughs> so I, like take off my suit jacket and my pants and my shoes. And there's a little place to, like, keep stuff behind the seat of the kayak. So I, like, slide all this stuff in there. I slide the magic cards in there. All right? And (laughs) so it's just, like, all of my shit is right behind the seat. And I get, like, I start walking the kayak out in the water. At this point, I'm wearing an undershirt and boxers. (laughs) (laughs) I walk the kayak out to about knee-deep water. And I should say, I've been kayaking before. Maybe three times. Ever. Last time was probably five years prior to this, so I by no means would call myself a competent kayaker, but I also wasn't, you know. It's not your first rodeo. It's not my first rodeo, it's my third rodeo. Your third rodeo, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you weren't a greenhorn. <laughs> so, you know, I, I basically, I pull it off. I get into the kayak and I'm flopping back and forth, because, you know, once you're in those things, it's just like, you're rotating on an axis and it's so easy to just, like, tip one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Um... But I managed to steady myself. At this point, like, my legs are soaking wet and my shirt's all wet. And I'm really worried about my stuff. But I'm like, I think it's still pretty dry. Because there isn't, like, a lot of water in the kayak. It's just splashing up on me. And so I start going for it. And I, like, I get out probably. And I should say, at this point, if I had to guesstimate the distance, we're probably talking about a mile and a half. Like, you can just make out the green light where my uncle's stock is. Oh, man. It's dangerous. So... Elkhart Lake in the middle is like 700 feet deep, so this is not, there's no chance of me like, you know, I'm not going to walk or wade back. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, if I go in the, if I go in the drink, I'm swimming. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so I get, um, it's beautiful. It's just, I gotta say, it's amazing. Like, once I get the hang of the paddles, like, everything's so quiet and the moon's really bright. That lake must have been like glass. Oh, yeah. You know it was I mean? insane. It really was. 
and it was just like so peaceful and fantastic. And I'm out in the middle of the lake, and I'm starting to take a turn back towards my uncle's dock, and things are coming into focus. And all of a sudden, my phone starts ringing. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's my girlfriend. I bet she's calling me. I have to tell her where I am right now. I'm in the middle of the lake in a kayak. So I start like, <laughs> no, sort no. of reaching around behind the seat for my phone, no. and I can't really get it. So I lean forward, and I get my phone out, <laughs> and then I'm sort of like sneaking it back around my back. And I got it. I get it up. I get it up. Okay. Yeah, right. Calm down. Calm down, right. everybody. So I get my phone out. I pick it up. And just, hey, babe, what's going on? And then as soon as I reach, extended my elbow out <laughs> so I could talk to her, the whole thing just tips over. <laughs> and I'm, so, flash forward to a second later. I am now in the exact same position I was, only inverted 180 degrees underwater. <laughs> The kayak is upside down. I am sitting upside down, underwater, still holding a phone to my ear. Uh, And at that point, I say to myself, oh, shit. (laughs) And it came out like, (laughs) and I look at the phone, and, like, the lights are still on on the phone. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's still. So I'm like, I got to talk to her. (laughs) Like, I, like. Like, weasel my way out of the kayak, which basically involves just sort of slipping my legs out and then falling out into the water and then back up again. The phone's obviously dead. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I bet all my stuff's wet now. And I'm like, okay, well, so my phone's dead. This is what happened. This is is the worst case scenario, whatever. So I start trying to flip the kayak back over. Uh... And like it, it was, it was half filled with water at this point. Have you ever tried to push anything out of the water no, it's, it's when there's nothing underneath you? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really, it's really, really, really hard. Or even yeah. to jump on it. I don't know. How you just you. push yourself down. That's all mm-hmm. that happens. Like every time I try to push up, it's just me going down. Um, so I had to abandon the kayak. Oh no! As <laughs> uh, we were really I drunk, dra- too. I'm so hammered. Dangerous. I grab my suit and I still got my phone and my shoes and everything. And I the magic uh, all right those were all so, so thing. unless they were hard hologram yeah well so what ended up happening was the kayak i was like i can't leave this floating in the middle of the lake like like a half mile from my uncle's house like people are gonna get suspicious yeah especially with so, your wallet still so inside. <laughs> I, I, no, I got my wallet no oh, okay. you were okay so i did the only thing that seemed reasonable and i filled the kayak with water <laughs> and sank it <laughs> with the magic card i was thinking you were gonna set it on fire <laughs> no so <laughs> So, to this day, at the bottom of Elkhart Lake, there's a kayak with stolen magic cards in it. Oh, and hopefully in 300 years, someone will find that and think it's amazing. Wow. Um, and I will tell you this. Not a great kayaker, fantastic swimmer. I was a lifeguard for a while in high school. So you weren't afraid of swimming. There was no point at which I was like, I'm going to die if I try to swim. It was just like, this I should. going to suck. It's going to suck. I'm going to kayak. Well, I swam the rest of the way home, holding a suit and two pairs of shoes. Uh, it took me about half an hour to swim home uh, and I get back up inside <laughs> and I'm sleeping in a room with my uh, with my sister and her boyfriend. There's three beds in this room. And I get inside and I turn the lights on and they both sort of rouse and I'm just like, I'm dripping water and holding <laughs> a crumpled wet suit and I'm standing there in my boxers and my shirt and they're just, what in God's name happened to you? And I'm like, it was awesome. I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And so I start like banging around and I decide I gotta wash. I gotta dry my suit. It's gonna be ruined forever. So I like go, put my suit in the dryer in my uncle's house and in the basement. My dad is also staying with us. He's like upstairs somewhere. So uh, 
apparently the noise of the dryer going at 4.45 in the morning woke some people up. <laughs> what a thump. <laughs> so my dad comes pounding down the stairs. My dad's a tidy whities guy, by the way. I just want to complete this <laughs> okay, right, for right, you. Right. So cool. yeah. I'm standing in my boxers and an undershirt next to the dryer, and my dad storms into the room, and he stares at me, and he's just like, what the fuck? But he, like, stops in the middle of it and just, like, stares. And he's like, I don't, I don't even want to know. And just slams <laughs> the door. <laughs> and goes back upstairs. And we never spoke of it again. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you should, you should give him the link to this so he'll know. Yeah, now he'll know everything. He can finally hear the true story. So you, can, you can finally earn his respect. Yeah. So just, I don't, you know, I'm sorry, magic people. I, I don't steal stuff. That's how I got home from Seekins. Nice. Wow. Wow, that is truly, truly epic. Yeah. It's epic on the most, like, micro-level possible, but it's very... It's, it's very a personal cerebral. journey. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a lot of things. It wasn't... Yeah, it definitely wasn't just a physical journey. I mean, I learned some things about myself. Too. Yeah, I think so. Well, that was... <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we should, like... Yeah, let's... Thank you. Thank nice. you. Thank you. It's really my pleasure. Wow. Well, let's take a quick break and uh, bask in the glow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a crap. <whistles> Welcome back from that fantastic break. It is my pleasure, my supreme pleasure, to welcome Craig Massey to tell his story. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome. Uh, two things. I'd first like to apologize if the story doesn't make, sometimes doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm feeling a little under the weather, and I got to apologize to Jim, who might have to edit out a lot of pauses as okay. I gather my thoughts. <laughs> All right. But I will do my best. It, it might turn out okay. Um, so this story is about when I first understood what uh, sarcasm was. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's very short. Um, we, uh, I lived in a small, uh, neighborhood in New Hampshire, uh, just, like, not like a, a cul-de-sac, but, like, a kind of like a round circle, and, like, a lot of kids, we all grew up together on the street. Riding bikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, scooters, you know, playing a little stickball, yeah. you know, down the block. Um, and, uh, so I was, uh, and I was, like, the youngest of the bunch, so I was just constantly, like, you know, trying, either trying to catch up or not catching up and finding my own thing to do. Um, so my social development was perhaps a little less fast as others. <laughs> um, so <coughs> I, uh, one day I was hanging out, uh, with this guy, Matt, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, up the street from me. Uh, it was a, like a little bit old, like a, I don't know, four years older or so. Um, but it was like about that age where it's like he wasn't going to be doing anything else, you know? So yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. He was hanging out with me. You know, our wood pops, we had a wood stove. Re- very rustic. Ooh. Mm. Um, we still do, as a matter. Well, that's uh, wood pellets. Yeah, we have pellets. Yeah, we got rid of that. Don't want to. Don't have. Like, Mom and dad don't need to stack that shit in the summer. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, we would stack like cords of wood. It was crazy. Um, but around our wood pile, um, we saw a snake, a garter snake, and it was like, one of the first ones that I've seen, if not the first. Yeah, so I was kind of like freaking out a little You're bit. You're terrified. I was like, no, it was just like I hadn't seen it. I didn't know what to think, okay. and they're just like, it's kind of like an instinctual. I think. Thing when I see a snake slither, it's like just weird. It's unnatural. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. They yeah. should all yeah. be dead. Oh yeah, I mean like the Bible says so. Yeah, all snakes should die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in uh, Euripides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And they, <laughs> yeah. they swallow everything whole. That's yes, gross. and. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yes, and continue. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's supposed to be continuing? Me? Um, I'll go. Yes. Okay, so I saw this snake, and I was, like, you know, curious, but also freaked out by it. And I was asking Matt about it, if he had ever seen one. And we were, like, you know, getting a little closer and looking at it. And, uh, you know, he picked it up. He wasn't scared of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he was just holding it in front of me. And I was like, oh, man, what if it bit you? That'd be crazy. And he was like, oh, one of these have bit my brother. And then I was like, oh, my God, what did he do? And Matt just went, oh, he, he laughed. But right. in like a, you know, a sarcastic <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me, I didn't understand what sarcasm was at that point. Okay. So I was like, holy shit. Your no. brother's the biggest badass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like I'm never going to screw with this guy. So, Not that I ever would think so. Doing you're that. saying that you're sort of like Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, and learning various emotions yeah, yeah. one day at a time. This is pre or post emotion chip. This would be pre emotion okay. chip, I believe. Gotcha. I do not understand your form of humor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but then I was learning it. Well, 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 as yeah. well right. no, actually, yeah, well, I thought it would be post emotion chip. Oh, well, well, in, in fact, it's a flawed metaphor. Okay. In fact, you are both right because I did not realize that was sarcasm until roughly maybe five to six years later. <laughs> oh. so he was always believed that his brother yeah. laughed when he had been yeah, that story. Like I told my other next door neighbor, Nora. I was like, man, it was just crazy. Like if I saw a snake, I'd just run away from it. I wouldn't laugh, especially if it bit me. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably cry. <laughs> so like, I think it was like, I don't know, it was like middle school or I don't know when it was. But I don't know what popped into my head, you know, you know crazy young minds. Um, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> He didn't laugh at all. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go find him. No, no you murdered murder him. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, short and sweet. It's uh, That's when I first realized what sarcasm was. Like, you, you know, use of language and understanding things like that. That's and interesting. Just, I still have a hard time with it. Hmm. Well, it's no, I, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I wish I could remember the first time I, that seemed like that dawned on me. I don't remember. <sighs> huh. yeah, I have it's, no idea. It's interesting. It's 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 cool that you do remember that. Mm-hmm. It, it made such an impression on you. But I guess probably because of realizing it years later. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you had learned sarcasm at that point. Yeah. Probably don't even know how you actually really learned it. I'm sure I made all kinds of mistakes back then that I still haven't really realized. I yeah, never yeah. will. Yeah. You're hanging around when you're four and a half years old. I know, really. Yeah. You grow yeah. up real fast <laughs> when you're in New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't sarcastic. It was yeah. real love. I hear it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all that porn in the woods. Oh, oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> what a nice ref. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it was with various uh, boys of the neighborhood uh, that we found the uh, uh, the porn in the woods. Yeah, uh, bikes. Dude. I loved the porn in the woods. We, we had, had that too kids, in yeah. Wisconsin. No, oh, so it's mm-hmm. not just the northeast. No, no. Yeah, no. Well, it's actually, you know, it was woods. mentioned on another podcast that I enjoy called yeah. Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, I'm familiar and, with it. Um, and one of their earlier ones, like after we had recorded the one that we said about porn mm-hmm. in the woods, I was revisiting some of them. I was like, oh, they're talking about porn in the woods. Like, so it's a universal. Yeah. The thing, thing is, I don't know. Does anybody ever tell anybody to leave it there? I don't think so. No. It's just sort of it's instinctual. I think you should leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I left. Selfish. Like I said, I left a Playboy in the woods because mm-hmm. it was just figured. What the hell? I found some. I may as well contribute right. to the circle of life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, we are men. It perpetuates oh, itself. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe it doesn't happen anymore now, now with the invention of the internet. No, there's no yeah. use for it. There's no point. Yeah, you'd be wasting your time, kids. Yeah, with all these hacker <laughs> kids. <laughs> leave Yeesh. an old, old Asus laptop in the router. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, leave a 56K modem. <laughs> I have a 486, okay? It's got four megabytes of RAM. I love, I love my compact. 
Compact Wolf. Compact Wolf. Magic All right. Um, well, that was weird. That was from Enemy Mind. Except with Magic School. Oh, yeah, that's that, that Dennis Quaid movie, right? And when he would yeah. say, instead, like, yeah. he would say, Dummies! He would say, <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But Jim prefers to say, Magic School Bus. Yeah. Like, remember the Magic School Bus? Uh, yeah, with the big uh, red haired teacher. Yes. Yeah. Sure. The same. They went inside people's colons and stuff. Hmm. God. That's gross. Isn't that what it is? I feel like that's what happened in <laughs> That's what you took from it. Anyway. That's what I remember. That she just that's sort of gave free colonoscopy. I hope I can be on that show someday. <laughs> magic School Bus. <laughs> I'm PBS right. Kids. Let's keep it together. Yeah. I'm PBS Kids. <laughs> um, right. Yes, thanks for listening, guys. All right, we'll be back. Peace. Wow. I would say that there are many lessons. <laughs> yeah. All, I yet to be learned, I think, by <laughs> yeah, some people. No, they're learned, I promise. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. That's good to know. Yes. I believe you. Good. Thank I you. Do. I do. That's all I want is your forgiveness. The, and that wasn't sarcasm. It was. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was real. I don't believe you would do that stuff anymore. Uh, I think I learned... It's a lesson I think I, I theoretically learned without ever having to do it was that I never want to walk four miles after I've, I've been drinking all night. I... Yeah, well, I, I haven't tried yet. Yeah. <laughs> Gave up halfway through. I mean, we've done it in college. I'm sure you walked from fucking Harvard Ave all the oh, way yeah. back to Little Building before. I don't yeah. know how far that really is. But I did that in sleet once. Ugh, yeah. it's like a two and a half hour death march. It is. And it, ugh, I miss. I I don't miss those days, and, and especially knowing that half the time we could have gotten a cab, but we were just too cheap to all throw down $3 or something and said, I'd rather walk for two and a half hours. <laughs> yep. Fuck it. Like, it well, you know, winters idiots. in Boston, uh, when you rely on public transportation, will uh, you know, grow hair on your chest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that was, Night Owl did not exist then. And you want to get back from Alston to, back to Boylston and Tremont Street, you got to start walking. That's just not fun. You've got to hoof it. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I have so many bad memories of this Unless there's a lake in a kayak. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, let's, yeah. Unless you could get in, a, get just in a go kayak. down to Charles. It'd be really easy <laughs> next time. I always wanted to do that. Your skin would probably melt off your body <laughs> if you tried it. Hey, if those, if those fucking Harvard prep punks can do it, then I can. That's true. Yeah. Screw those guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've learned today. <laughs> Fuck Harvard. Yeah. yeah. You and your Ivy League can go to hell, Harvard. Wow. That's <laughs> full of hate. You're spewing hate. <laughs> but a university, it's a school. Oh. I'm sure it's very respected, quote unquote, in many circles. <laughs> How did this happen? I don't know. <laughs> While we're at it, fuck Danica Patrick too. Really? No, she's kind yes, of, please. I thought she was cool. She's kind of be in NASCAR now, right? Didn't yeah, she already yeah, did NASCAR. Yeah. Well, she's doing the little lower level races. She's not right. up in the bigs yet. I have a question to ask you guys, and maybe I'm crazy, but. It used to be the Winston Cup for NASCAR. Now it's something else. I think this. Oh, sorry. Oh no! Oh, what is it now? It, they sw- as far as I understand, I cannot confirm this, but based on that piece of information, I'm pretty sure they just switch off sponsors. Right. It's like because it was like the Sprint oh. Cup, and then there it's was like the Nextel Nextel Cup. Cup. Yeah. So it's the like Stanley Cup. But I well <laughs> exactly the, all those aside, two girls, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the series. Um, but there's also there's their B League. Which was mm-hmm. is the Bush series, right? Yeah. Like based on the beer, I always wondered: is that where the term Bush League comes from? Like Ooh, saying, "Man, uh, this is so Bush League," or is it just a weird coincidence? And did the people who make Bush beer not realize how ironic that would be? 
And am I the first person to make this connection? I mean, I I don't know the answer. I I wish I could uh, look it up right now, but I will tell you this: I am almost certain that you're wrong. No, <laughs> well, that that goes without saying. But it it is a kind of <laughs> an interesting. It's it's interesting though, right? I mean, it like, is it, absolutely. But I feel like bush league's been around for a long probably, time, right? right? Like, but what does it mean? Like, that's what. I, then I was like, oh, the Bush series. Yeah, that is the shitty version of NASCAR, the right. Bush League. We could we could weird, Wikipedia right? it after the podcast. I guess well you'll I mean I thought I know you will. I well you can always remember that URL. Well now you guys <laughs> know how to open up the next podcast. Yeah, uh, we'll figure yes. out what well that, that that's uh, predicated on the fact that we might actually try before <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll steal the information from someone and email it to you. Okay, well that's that's good then. Yeah, at oldmenonthemountain at gmail Yes, you can okay. also find us on Twitter at Old Men Podcast, and we have a Facebook page too. I don't know if there's a URL, but you can search Old Men on the Mountain, and I'm sure you'll you'll easily find it. But more importantly, I want to point out that Mike is in a band I am. called Smoke Wagon. Yeah, um, yeah, and, we're a, we're a we're a cover band, um, Southern and classic rock tunes. That's our thing. I'm the lead singer. Yep, mm-hmm. my roommate Rob is actually the bass player. It's really fun. Yep. Yeah, it's really fun. It, uh, they're actually playing a show tomorrow night, but this will not be yeah, here in, in time. time. Um, so but check us out. That. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Smoke Wagon, I think. If you just search that, you'll find our fan page. And uh, Let's see. If you're interested in me, personally, I got Twitter, too. Yeah, what, what's your uh, Twitter? It's Twitter, uh, Prike Mice, P-R-I-K-E-M-I-C-E. It's just, it's the consonant sounds of my first and last name. Switch. Switch. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Because there's a lot of Mike Price is one of the disgraced football coach and a producer for the Simpsons, so I kind of got to get creative. And if I can pimp one more thing. Um, oh, of course. I'm also doing stand-up on April 29th at uh, the Trophy Room, which is a show that happens every Thursday at the Ramada Inn in Vermont. So if you're one of our Los Angeles listeners, uh, love to see you there. Vermont and what? Where, where, where? Um yeah, somewhere the Ramada it's, on Vermont. Uh, Santa Monica, Melrose, I think, in between Santa Monica and Melrose, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, you know, on Vermont. It's a Ramada in. In the area. Look it up. Yeah. Google that shit. Yeah. Google and that. And find out what this Bush League Bush series is about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why don't someone just write in and tell us? Because I'm honestly very busy mm-hmm. this week. So yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have time. I don't actually, I'm not a regular person. Who, the podcast. first person who writes in and tells us the correct answer will receive a sub uh, a disappointing prize. Yeah, something that you probably not really want. Maybe maybe uh, a pack of crayons or something. Uh, Magic sure. the Gathering starter pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the thing is, just my ogre defeat your mage, or how well, does that work? It depends about if we're talking fourth edition or the Ice Age expansion. Oh. Once you get into fifth edition, the rule changes are just out of control. Oh, it's just not. Oh, that's not really oh. what a purist would like to call. You. I mean, to really even call it magic anymore. They use a 13-sided die. Those goddamn wizards of the coast! Is that not right? Uh, No, there are no 13-sided. I mean, they exist, but you would use a 20-sided die usually. And perhaps like a 6-sided die as a counter. It's good. It's complicated. I don't understand what you're talking about at all. I understand the dice, though. I went on to play a lot of sports. I'm in a band now. (laughs) I have He has sex. 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 (laughs) With girls. (laughs) Semi-yearly. Yeah. Um... He's well practiced. Yeah, I know in the art of seduction and love making. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's I've, I've had 
like seven or eight rodeos. He's been on a game Whoa. show. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's a gross under exaggeration. Now, now I really now I really do hope that your grandparents are listening. To this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my grandfather would be very disappointed. In <laughs> I think so because I, he's going to think I only got laid seven times ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not true, Grandpa. More than that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. All over the map. Well, I would like to, again, thank Mike for being here. It was my pleasure. I had a great time. I'm glad you finally made it on. Yeah, you've been trying to, you, You've been a, you've been a uh, tough board I'm, to nail down. I'm elusive. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's one of my seduction tricks. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you see, you, you give them something they want, and you take it away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Biology. Yeah. yeah. But I uh, no, I had a great time. I can't wait to come back. Oh yeah, yes. you, you can tell and us all about when you were on. Uh, are you smarter than fifth grader? If we can talk about that. Later. Sure, because I was. He was. But how's that for being nerdy? Yeah, kind of nerdy. I'm not sure he okay. was smarter than a fifth grader. Though. I'm not really sure. I don't know where that Which falls makes in the nerd cool. Yeah, 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 makes you cool. Yeah. Because you've had sex, yeah, and now right. you play sports and stuff, and that's play right. in a band. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody, and um, yeah, thank you for your continued interest. Yes, everyone is listening, and uh, we do appreciate it very much. We we really do, and uh, we will. You will hear us next week. Mm-hmm. Come on, Shadjo. Take Come it easy. On, yes. Mm-hmm.